0: Hello and welcome back to in the Clock End, an Arsenal podcast with me, Steve, and joining me as always, I've got Calvin. Good morning,
1: Stevie. How are you, buddy?
0: I'm very well, mate. Very warm actually. I'm a bit, I'm a bit sweaty. Looking at the in the, to the Zoom camera, I've got a bit of a shiny forehead. It's it's a really nice you day, look though, shiny. Right? I do. Look uh, I mean,
1: shiny. God, it's one of those days over here, mate. You know what it's like. Um, islands here and this. It looks nice, but it's chilly. Do you guys
0: have barbecues when it rains, right?
1: It's spitting. No, I'm not. You know me in the rain, mate. I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan of shit weather. I mean, who is? Um, you know, my missus sometimes turns around to me. She's like, oh, you know, do you want to go for a walk? It's raining. I've got no interest in going for a walk <laughs> in the rain. Do you know what I mean? Like it's... literally. Nah, not for Cold me. Not wet. for me.
0: Nothing worse, mate. Nothing worse.
1: Nah, it gives absolutely. It gives
0: me nightmares of Brighton
1: when I think oh. about it. I mean, yeah, but that's the problem, is it? Right? I'll go to football. I'll go and play football in the rain. Oh, you won't go for a walk, though, will you? I'm like, well, no, it's quite different. Enjoy,
0: quite enjoying playing football in the rain. Though, something about it.
1: A slick pitch.
0: Yeah, it's what sort of adds to the. Well,
1: you were a defender, the, weren't
0: you? Yeah, a right back or? questionable.
1: Questionable. <laughs> I bet you loved the sliding <laughs> tackle, though.
0: I was in that area of the field, whether yeah. I was doing much defending.
1: look, <laughs> <laughs> uh, self modesty, yeah. mate. Come on. Yeah. How was your weekend anyway? Was it all good? Do you know what? Yeah, decent weekend uh, as weekends go. Pretty busy. Uh, lots of good food was had. I was at a, uh, it's obviously living in Ireland. Uh, religion over is, is, you know, being Catholic. That's 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 the, the trend, should we say, if that's such a thing. Uh, so I was at what they call a confirmation um, on Saturday. It was kind of a confirmation stroke pre-wedding shindig. I guess that's probably the best way to put it, because my wife's sister is getting married this coming Saturday. So, you know, lot's going on.
0: Did you post a photo of, like, some food, if I remember?
1: Yeah, so weirdly, uh, yeah, a platter of desserts uh, was was put out. um, And obviously, look, I love food, mate, more than I probably should. I should really be a fucking 20 stone obese man, um, if I'm perfectly honest (laughs) with you somehow I'm not, so I worry about my uh my insights, let's put it that way. Um but no, so it was one of those kind of situations where you know I got excited by the desserts that came out. There was, you know, like we just said, an assiette of desserts. I think that's probably the best way to put it. And uh I weirdly became this the center of attention and uh the you know, the mother of the sons whose confirmation it was, or grandmother, apologies if I've got that wrong, um decided to to put me in front of it with a massive cake cutter i think that's probably the best way to put it tucked a napkin wonder,
0: into me wonder where you were going with that
1: yeah i mean look oh jesus christ mate come on gotta keep it pc mate alan is not involved in this conversation <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no, no it's a good weekend and then i was out for do i don't know he's blue isn't he? <laughs> um, then i was out for some some dinner lunch on thursday and then Went for a little stroll around the Outlet Village, mate, in the town where I live. So, look, do you know what, mate? Weather was great. Happy days. Lots of good food. What, what about you? How was your weekend? Obviously, you were at the football. So was
0: at the football Sunday. Um, Saturday. Oh. What did we do Saturday? I went to Cardiff, which was nice. Went, went, I was out in Cardiff.
1: Always a good spot. I've
0: been there for years.
1: Mm. It's
0: a cool place, man. Went past the... The Millennium Stadium. What's it called? It's called something
1: different now. Uh, some Principality Stadium or something. Yeah, stupid that's like that. it. Yeah. It's always uh, the Millennium Stadium. Can't have
0: a think. What, what, like it must have been cracking. You, you obviously went to one of the cup finals, but like the city literally is behind the stadium. Like
1: it's immense. It's, it's, it's
0: literally the perfect stadium. You've got hundreds of bars and restaurants and the stadium mm-hmm. literally stones throw. Um, literally as soon as you roll out. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. I mean, then, yeah. Sunday, we went, went down to the Arsenal. Mm. Um, which Great day for it. To. Yeah, you know what? It was a beautiful day. It was certainly mm. the football in, in in the sun. It's a shame that football's not a, a summer sport. We should have yeah. like the off-season
1: in the winter. So I completely nice. agree. I completely agree, mate. With the way it is now as well, it's just like, I don't know. Like players, you know, they're not going to Spain for holidays. I mean, so they don't need summer. They're going, you know, they can go to far-flung places. They've got enough cash. They so, can get to in let Exactly, they want a break anyway. Just give it to them and make them play through the summer. We'll have Actually. water breaks, you know. That's yeah. fine. Oh, Didn't mind. It's that. so much better, honestly.
0: You know, wearing like shorts and t-shirt. It was, it was funny because it was raining in Worcester, mm. and me and my mate Steve, like we both sort of gambled on the shorts, and he said to me, "He goes, oh, I had trousers on before, but I've gambled, and the gamble paid off." So we got to London. It was it was lovely. It was it was a bit of a scorcher. Um
1: yeah, it's so, yeah. one of those where you look at in jealousy and be like, oh, that'd be a cracking day to be at the football. Um, and it look you know, it looks picturesque, doesn't it? The Emirates. any anyway, I think most football grounds do with the you know the shiny grass has been freshly watered, um, you know, the sun freshly beaming stored. in. Oh, it was
0: great. Clear skies, it was lovely. Um and and three points as well, right? Always helps. Always, always helps. helps. Um so I guess we've talked enough dribble, so we, we should probably talk about the soccer. The soccer, um, crikey! For American listeners
1: and, and um, Irish, should we point they out? got to
0: soccer, anything really. Oh well, yeah, because um,
1: football's Gaelic, isn't it?
0: Oh, of course, of course. Um, so, so we got the three points as 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 it was as expected. Um, well, we were pretty confident what we are going into it, and you know, hmm. Tottenham taking a point off Liverpool, which was a little bit annoying. Um, it made it even more important that we got the three points. Started the game very well, didn't we? Two early goals, leads down to ten, um, and then yeah, plain sailing from there, right? <laughs> or, or, or so you
1: so you would have thought. Fucking should have been, yeah, absolutely should have been. And look, I, I made a bit of a joke, didn't I, in in the group chat afterwards? You know, I thought that Hoover would be, uh, you know, safely stowed away for the afternoon after about thirty minutes, um, <laughs> and you know, you two 0 up against ten men. You know what what better start could you ask for um and all i could think of at the time and you know you try not to get ahead of yourself but all i could think of is goal difference could be a factor it could be for all we mm. know and i thought it was a perfect opportunity for us to go and you know rack up a few goals you know put that back into in, into contention um and you know it, it might ha- it might help us i mean i hope it doesn't i hope we don't need to rely on that come the end of the season but you never know right with football and the way it's going at the minute so i was a, you know a little bit disappointed that we didn't do that. And I think it's maybe something that this team needs to get better at, to be honest with you. Um, and that's in these kind of situations. And then it's easier said than done, right? How often do you see it over the years where a team goes down to 10, become quite dogged, which they they weren't though, really. I just felt like we didn't capitalise um on the possession we had. But again, with the game being so, you know, so many tactics involved in the game these days, it's it's hard, isn't it? You just stick 10 people behind the, you know, behind the ball. It's hard to break that down, um, and you yeah. know they did do that quite well. Uh, but it was we did have one,
0: Because, like at 0 the, the, we had the momentum. The, the ground was re- the atmosphere was great actually in the first mm. half, and there was a real feel good atmosphere around the place. And you just feel like, yeah, we'll get, let's let's go for the kill. And I did think of goal difference, you know, um, but that that third goal just never came, did it? And there was chances to be fair. Martinelli and Odegaard had two very good chances, which. I was sat on the clock end, so you, you don't get as good a view when it's down the other end, But, you know, I'm watching them back. I, I think they've got a, I think I think Martinelli, especially, I think he should score there.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think the Odegaard one, even more so, if I'm honest with you, the one where he drags it to, you know, the keeper's left. I mean, yeah, you should be hitting the target from there, to be perfectly honest. The Martinelli one, I mean, yeah, you should probably be hitting the target. But it's a little bit technically more difficult than the Odegaard one. But, you know, we did have chances um, and yeah, we just didn't quite make it pay. And it's, I mean, look it, it, again, in hindsight, doesn't matter. Got the three points. So happy days. But fuck me, the stress levels, innit? not of, of watching Arsenal Football Club at the minute, it's just, I don't know, mate. I feel like I've aged about fucking 20 years yeah, this season, to be honest with you. The grey hairs are becoming more and more fucking prominent in my head. Um, that way you wear the woolly front, hat, right? Well, I know, I told you, mate, you know, I haven't got woolly on today, you know, i you know, I wear in winter. Are you one of these the
0: people who wear beanies in the summer? No. To be like, fair. You younger, there's was a skater boy, he'd always have his beanie on. Nah, you no, know, like, never in this. 25 degree
1: heat. No, nah, jeez, you'd be sweating. You'd be sweating. sweating. You'd be banging, the, the, you know, all the heat, you know, comes out of your head, supposedly. <laughs> it, you know, um, in summer, if you're wearing a hat, that's a sweaty mess, isn't it? Yeah, nobody wants that.
0: Sweaty mess. Um, on the on the subject of vacuums, I'm sure you were, you've listened to it as well. Uh, I listened to last blog, and mm. I saw the video on Instagram of James McNicholas when he's walking around the concourse at mm-hmm. like the 85th minute. And I couldn't help but mm-hmm. think of you. Um, and you know what? I, I actually I actually stay for the whole game. But I did. Mm. I realised what I do when I'm nervous is I put my seat down and I put my one leg up on the seat and then crouch, my fist into my chin, and then put yeah. my my knee my um elbow on my knee and i sit mm. really low that's what i do whenever i'm nervous it's mm. real i didn't realize i don't realize i do it but i was just doing watching something what am i doing just like, this little, you know, like when after venue just sort of squat really low just like mm. nervously that's what i do in the game um how did it come across on tv because in the ground obviously the the atmosphere died down that second half at least fans waving their stupid white t-shirts and, you know, going on about, you know what Leeds fans are like, going on with themselves. Um, but they, it, it was quite intense. You know, first half, it was it was really loud. And I sort of, when that third goal never came, um, and there's always that worry, right? You think, oh, God, are they going to get back into this? They never really created anything. Like, even their goal was, you know, funny, funny story, actually. I was texting the other half, and she said, how's the game going? And I said, oh, yeah, Leeds are just celebrating winning the corner. And I went, oh, God, they've just scored from that corner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> literally it was, a, it was uh, mad though first corner first shot goal how, how, how did it come across at home We you nervous? probably much I mean yeah naturally I think it's hard not to be um, that third goal would have put us all in a much better mind space That I think that's a given um, you know that third goal would have absolutely killed it and at 2-0 you know any Premier League game whether it's against 11 or 10 men if you get a goal back out of nothing which they did naturally as a fan and as we keep talking about mate like the emotional connect or the the emotions that we're if we're feeling whilst watching arsenal you know it clouds what the reality might be a little bit um because you know we've we and i think you know going back to the the ask the ask cast again i think it's a case of we carry more burden or more historical pain than what the players do right because you know a lot of the players are new you know a lot of them i suffered the pain that we have as watching Arsenal football club Uh, and we've seen it so many times that we get burnt and you know that is just watching football that's what it's about right you're gonna have moments where you're fucking stressed out you're being um which like I've already touched on seems to happen to us every fucking week since Christmas there's been a couple of games where we have been okay but you know nine times out of ten yeah we're just making it harder for ourselves than it needs to be um but it is what it is. Uh, but on you know on TV, I think it came across the same. It really did. You could you could kind of hear it in the crowd getting a little bit antsy, rightly so. Again, because we're carrying that emotional burden. Um, but I think you know overall, when you actually look at it, Leeds didn't create much, especially before that, and even after there was a there was one chance in particular down your end obviously you're in the clock end and i think it was a cross and there was a flicked header which if he makes a better connection fucking hell um it would have been 2-2 two, two. he could have flicked it into the far corner and um, but luckily it just went straight to uh straight to Ramsdale so that was about it and then there was the one towards the end just before the whistle i think it's kind of like it reminded me of Brentford a little bit yeah. Remember when I there was know, that was one on, chance? It was
0: a foul there, wasn't there? On Gabrielle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It
1: was obvious foul. Uh, you know, he put his body in a great position. But again, you're just thinking, fuck me, don't don't do anything stupid. You know, don't fall over under your own cause. Don't let the player slip in. And yeah, there's just always that worry. And there was a a big sigh of relief on you know, from me, and I'm sure probably a lot of people in the ground uh, when that whistle was blown um for full time because it you know it's as much as Liverpool pissed me off by not beating Spurs on Saturday night, they didn't win. Um, and it also meant that we go into the game on Thursday with the the possibility that we all wanted, I guess, um, puts us in a good position, doesn't
0: it? Yeah. I mean, there's two ways of looking at it. Like Thursday, it's sort of like, we know we haven't got a win, which I don't mm. know if that's a good or a bad thing. I think like, you know, you can play the game, right? And if, if you're, in a position where you can take risk, you, you haven't got to necessarily take risks, right? But well, let's say you're drawing the game, and you haven't got to make stupid mistakes and gamble. So it, it puts us in a position where we haven't got to necessarily go there and throw the kick and sink at them. Obviously, I want to win the game, but i um, I think we're in a I think we have you know we we have the the position of how we're going into Thursday. Um, going back to to uh, to lead, um, quick, quick quick mention for the sending off. Um, I honestly don't know how the referee didn't send him off straight away. It, it like that sort of tackle without without making without sounding um you know, being a cliche. If Jacker,
1: <laughs> he's off okay.
0: instantly. We know it's gonna think, it would happen, right?
1: Of course it would. And it would be, look, I mean, obviously look, we come onto one good, one bad. Um uh, I mean I've got a few bads this week, but that that was one of the There's ones few I actually, few, right? Yeah, I wrote that down. Um, all you all know, kicked
0: just, off, didn't it? Where the VAR machine, the little I didn't see is. that. Yeah, I've seen some videos of all like the players sort of coming together and Lacazette was involved in something.
1: Didn't see that. Um, cameras maybe weren't focused on that for TV or I just missed it all together Because, yeah, it's one of those, mate, like even real time. We all know in the modern game, and it's not even a new thing. This has been like this for the last 10 years. You go in two footed studs up you're off it's as simple as that um the only thing you can actually no I don't even think you can use an excuse but maybe referees are relying on VAR to just clarify it for them but the fact it took him you know to give me yellow then to go over to VAR and he watched it a few times mate all you need to do is watch that one more fucking time you saw what happened it should be really easy don't know why he needed to watch it four or five times from a couple of angles it's it's just a known fact you can't tackle like that in the game anymore um and mm. rightly so because look if Martinelli didn't anticipate it in a you know, half jump you know ready for the tackle it mate it's it's you're looking at big injuries yeah um, and look,
0: massive player as well um had a really good game especially in that first he did. half I thought, caused leads a lot of problems didn't he um he really did a yeah field day and I think probably the tackle came from like a lot of frustration. I'm not, I'm not uh, excusing it. I think it was a, it was a really poorly timed tackle from a, from a former Arsenal man, right? Luke Ayling used to play for yeah. Arsenal.
1: Yeah, he won yeah. the FA Youth Cup with us, I believe, a long, long time ago. Wasn't he their
0: captain as well? He
1: might have been. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hang on. Sorry, you saying our captain or is back Lee, then? Or he's captain, isn't he? I think he is. Yeah, I think he is. Um, um, yeah, it was. It was just really, really poor. I mean, what was even more bizarre was the reaction. Was it Rafinha? I think it might be in Rafinha yeah, it really soft. kicking off, got booked yeah. and carried on. And again, you know, and it's funny, in it? Because as our fans, we do feel like we've been wronged by refs and officials all fucking season. It's got a little bit better recently. I must say, a few decisions have gone our way. I think we can all agree with that, which is unusual. Well, I
0: think that's when VAR is using the correct way. You know, I don't think you, when you're analysing goals by you know centimetres, that, that's ridiculous. But these sort of tackles, this is the mm-hmm. things that I think it's, it's it's much better better used for.
1: Um, yeah, you're correcting which, then again, incorrect you on field decisions.
0: You could argue like if, if the officials aren't getting that right, then are you in the right are you in the right job?
1: Again, mate, I've said it a million fucking times and you you you've heard me say this. I just don't understand. Why, as the you know the elite league in the world, why are we not attracting elite officials from around the world? What's what's the difference? Why do we need English referees? You know, I think we're way past that at this point. I get it, mm. and if you can, you know, it's like players, right? If you can put an English player ahead of a foreign player, and he's good enough, do it. I'll give him a chance. But yeah, I just think the 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 standard in uh, inconsistencies of fisher and in the Premier League is for the level of football that we get to see is fucking oceans apart, uh, yeah. which is which is baffling, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good refs. You look you know, look at the Champions League, for example, and there's a few, few dodgy ones in there as well, but there's some really good ones too. Um, who are refereeing yeah. the, you know, you look at some of the way, I mean, there was one semi-final, I can't remember which one it was off the top of my head, was refed in a bizarre way, but then there's been some where you're looking at now these guys really know how to let games flow, but no one's stepping. And like, like I've said a million times, like, you know, you're there to to govern a game, not destroy it. And, yeah, you know, you're...
0: that's 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 a great point. I think I remember even growing up playing football in brackets, um, mm. attempting to play football when I was younger. The best <laughs> yeah. referees were the ones who would you know play the advantage and keep the game moving. You know, you don't, mm. you know, and I think especially against teams who they try and break that rhythm and keep fouling you. You need a referee who's going to keep that momentum going. Um, on a more positive note, completely off the subject of referees, yeah. um, I wanted to touch upon the Angel that was played, the song by Lewis mm. Dunford. Um, yeah. I was really looking forward to this because I, I saw it when it came out a few weeks ago. I saw it before it kind of hit the mainstream. Um, I saw it on Twitter the night you played, you played it live, and I thought that's a great student I remember sharing it and then, I'm, listen, I'm not saying I'm not taking credit <laughs>
1: for that.
0: He's, <laughs> it tried. He's
1: definitely tried. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. But
0: I was saying, I was like, you know, I, I was, I was one of the OGs onto that. <laughs> I'm joking, um, but it, it was great to see it. Um, and yeah, it was. It, it kind of gave you kind of goosebumps listening to it. Obviously, you know, as as per anything in life, there's always the negative Nigel's out who will literally just use anything as an agenda to criticise and moan and blah 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 blah. blah. But. Um, yeah, that was really I nice. And I really enjoyed that. I no. hope that becomes a a permanent fixture. You know, I thought I, thought I really enjoyed, really enjoyed having that.
1: It definitely, definitely take off. I mean, it, it, the fact that it you know properly went viral what last week and it was played mm. on the you know the first available opportunity that says a lot. Um, yeah. Look, is it as raucous as some other anthems? Absolutely not. But it will be if they continue on. Like anything, it's got to start somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and it's got to it's got to gain roots within the club. It's just another another new another new thing also another feel good story um, that surrounds the club mate which seems to be a common theme this season and you know we touched on it many many times you know even when I've been over the difference around the club and the feel and that feel good factor it's more friendly it's less bitter it's less divisive all these things are great and if the only one thing that I would like to to see change maybe and I think he even spoke about it himself actually um, the artist and that's could we as much as I like the words I'd like to see the end some of it changed. just a small bit just to incorporate the arsenal um which I think he's even said himself some people again look you're never going to please everybody right as you just touched on there's always the negative Nigel's knocking around the Carls of this world um and it's just like yeah if we could change it make it a little bit more arsenal I mean it pretty much is you know the North London forever fantastic um you know, eventually as well, get the lyrics on the screen so people can really sing along to really embed it in. Because I think that was the one problem is everybody knows the the first couple of lines and that was belted out. And on TV, it seemed it tailed off just a little bit towards the end. Um, But I think, again, look, it needs to start somewhere. People need to get familiar with it and it will become, you know, uh, I think an iconic, you know, Arsenal anthem uh, for years to come. Uh, And let's hope that, you know, we're all belting it out you know, come the last game of the season Evan.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I wanted to kind of get your thoughts and opinions on, on Any Obviously, he's had a new contract and Eddie um, and, and Kaya, uh, you know, there's talk of, you know, uh, keeping it. Well, obviously, he's got to accept a new contract. Give me your thoughts on both of those and I'll give you mine.
1: It's really tricky, isn't it? And again, this is another situation which will divide opinion. The Elneny one for me is a no-brainer, if I'm completely honest. Because I think we have Europe next season, guaranteed. Europa League, bare minimum. So we need squad depth. And even if we add another central midfielder, obviously talk of Tillmans again uh, as potential. El- Elneny is the perfect squad player. No fuss, never gives out. You know, he's a, he's a... You know, you look at his performances since he's come in, he barely played this season. Barely fucking played. And he's come in, and it's like he's been playing all season, to be perfectly honest. Which is, that says something about his professionalism. Um, So that, I wouldn't have an issue with. The Nkechi one, unless you wanted to say something... uh, Sorry, the the Nkechi one is much more complicated to kind of go into, purely because... (sighs) We've got a massive sample size of catcher It's just really tricky, isn't it? Because I do think that we all know that we need some elite world-class strikers this summer. One or two. I still think we need two, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I see a lot of people also saying that they want to see Martinelli pushed into center forward. If I'm honest with you, I, I don't think I do. I don't think he's that player. I don't. You look how positive he can be on the wings. And we've touched upon it many, many times this season or, you know, over the season on the podcast where, you know, you look at the elite teams, not many play with an out-and-out striker. Now, City's going to change a little bit by the looks of it. Unfortunately, they're going to have Haaland. That changes that dynamic. But, you know, you look at Liverpool, they don't have an out-and-out striker. You know, they have three wing players, effectively, that play across a front three. Um. So for Martino, I'd like to out there. But for for Nketi, yeah, I don't know, mate. I'm really, and you haven't heard me say this for a while, mate. I'm really on the fence. I'm really on the fence about like it. you
0: to be on the fence.
1: Not, not lately, no. The splinters in my arse are coming back. Um, but it's just, I don't know, like he's done so well since he's come in. Did we miss a trick earlier this season to give it's him difficult. a proper run? Maybe. Because I don't I think, know. It's hard.
0: So I think going back to our enemy, I think... If you're if you obviously signed a new deal as a squad player, soul is a squad player, I have no issue with that. Um
1: That's all he will I be. I still at.
0: would like to see us go out and maybe invest because I do think we're quite feeling on the ground in, in midfield, especially mm. when like parties gets injured, like we are lacking we haven't got a great deal of quality and depth, have we? Although you know what you'd get without on any, but I don't know, it's like He's very unpredictable. Like, he's on a good run of form at the moment, and it's easy to sort of jump on that bandwagon. But let's not forget that there have been many a times uh, he's been below par and very average. Um, so I'm, I'm still not entirely sure about that. Um, As ready. listen, I think he, it is a tricky one. He has had chances, though. Eh? We talk about he's not had runs. He has had opportunities uh, where, early on the season where he's been just piss poor, absolutely piss poor. Um, and I think he's on a good run of form, and if we, if we had a good game on, on Sunday, and I think ultimately he's our best option. He's got pace and he can finish, as opposed to Lacazette, who can't finish and doesn't have any
1: pace. Lacazette couldn't finish a wank at these days. Let's put it that way.
0: <laughs> this, this is <laughs> it's a bit inappropriate for a, for a for a Tuesday morning.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's never. appropriate. Um,
0: but no, it's true though. It's, it's it. I mean, I think if listen, I think if if, if he's going to stay on the precedent that if if we say to him like you're gonna be our second or third choice, I don't think he'd stay. But ultimately I don't think he's ever going to be any higher than that. I don't think he's good enough. If we you know if, if we if we make top four, we need someone better than Eddie did um, I think I think he's a great player to have on the peripheries, but I don't think he wants that. So it's it's whether the club can sort of meet, you know, compromise. But i do not sure.
1: It's so hard, isn't it? Because if he would be a backup for us next year... Again, this is the other thing. It's, it's, there's just so many risks. But you take a risk with a new signing as well, though, don't you, at the same time. But if you went out and splashed, you know, 900 million on a top, top-class centre-forward to lead the line, and then Eddie's the backup to that, I mean, is, is he going to... You know, is, it's all well and good what we want as a club, but it has to come down to, you know, what those... The player himself won, and I think he's made that pretty clear that he wants consistent starting football, doesn't he? He wants wants minutes, and it's so hard to kind of... Yeah, it's just so hard to know, isn't it? Because what you're actually effectively trying to do is predict the fucking future, mate. And if we could all do that, I'd probably be a little bit less stressed on Thursday night, to be perfectly honest with you. But I don't know if, if we go and how get a top striker. About Thursday? Oh, it's one of those, mate, right? We all know how big it is. It's absolutely massive. And the outcome of it could be unbelievable when you think about it. It could be first in Totteringham's day for a while. It could be guaranteed Champions League football for next season. It would be our first win at the, the toilet bowl. Yeah, I don't know, mate. It's just. It's one of those games that, you know, you'll just be going through. I bet this happened to me yesterday. You'll just be going through your day, having a great day, you know. I haven't thought about the North London derby. And then all of a sudden, mate, a thought just comes flying into your head. And then I just get this surge of butterflies and nerves that just fucking surround my, like, stomach and chest. And I'm like, fucking hell. It's just massive, mate. It? Been... it is
0: massive. It's um, I mean, it's set up perfectly, isn't it? Yeah, Sky mm. Sports. You know, very sneakily putting it right at the end. I of said the season, it for ages, right though, mate. End.
1: Told you this would happen. I knew it. It
0: went meant to be in January, wasn't it, before?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then it was, it was funny enough, one of the games which wasn't rearranged. Every other, all the others were. This one was kept on the long finger, mate, for a while. And I was saying to you on the podcast before it even got released, they're going to put this as close to the end of the season as they possibly can. Because from a Sky point of view, mate, Alan Nutris box office. Like, the North London Derby is, and I've been saying it for years, mate, it's one of the most entertaining Derby games in the league. You look at it, mate, goals, it's still quite feisty. Even for a neutral. No, it's awful for for us. Yeah, it is. Um, But from a neutral perspective, it is one of the most entertaining Derby games out there. And then you throw in this extra layer, mate. Like, Jesus Christ. Um,
0: I mean, yeah, I'm I'm
1: not, you know, it's, it's two days. What was it? Tuesday. It's two days away. I mean, fair play to you for going down. I'm a little um, bit.
0: I'm a little bit nervous. I like, I've heard some right horror stories, and people I speak to are like be careful down there.
1: Yeah, do. don't wear colours. Hundred oh, no, percent, don't wear colours. Um,
0: I'm gonna dress like as, as football-like as I can. Just, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll dress like a rugby fan. I wear like.
1: But you'll be. What do they
0: wear? Polos.
1: Well, they usually play. wear flared jeans and and boots. Brown for a shoes That's and a check shirt. Check shirt. Yeah. There you go. Just say I um, support
0: the the London Lions. Is that a team? One thing I would
1: f- just just for you for your own benefit, because I know you're you know you've got to travel back up to Worcester afterwards. One thing I would definitely uh check ahead of the, the fixture is just to see, and it'll be definitely definitely happening. I feel is you'd be you'd be kept behind after the game. That will happen. You won't be allowed out straight after.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Um,
1: but yeah, it'll it's be true. fine. There's,
0: there's about there's about five of us going. So,
1: are you training it or driving it?
0: Uh, half and half. So, just because we won't be able to get back if we mm. got the train, so we could. Yeah, drive, my mate's driving. Nice. Um, so yeah, it's it's. How uh, are you here, but
1: how are you feeling in general?
0: I'm more nervous about going. Genuinely, feel quite uneasy about it because they're not a nice round there. No. Um. But it should be fine. Keep your head down, and uh, yeah, you know. Once uh, as for the game, who knows? I'm, I'm right down the front. I'm on like row four. Say so that'd be cool.
1: Lovely. We'll keep an eye but, you uh, on the it's, TV. It's, it's, I've
0: never, I've never been to Tottenham away, so it's uh, it's going to be a first for me. Obviously, we went when mm. it's eight years since we last won.
1: It's been a while. I had to look back at this. It's, it's the been the a first, long time.
0: It's the first time in their new stadium, in, in the in the toilet bowl, that they've had
1: really?
0: uh, fans. I think they did have yes. like fans for the one of them, but it was like when you could have like about a thousand in or a couple of. You know, do you know at that time you could have like two or three thousand?
1: No, I don't know if we but have play or not. it's in a
0: friendly as well, actually.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It is one of those. Um, yeah, I, I mean, look, There's just we all know it, mate. it was always going to come down to this. I do think it's going to be a case of winner takes all. Obviously, for us, yeah. that's a given. Um, can I join mean, the some you,
0: then? Is it mm-hmm? Adder? The winner takes it all.
1: Oh gee, he's off again, Lilith, is it? Mr. The tone Death himself. Here he goes. <laughs> Actually it wasn't too bad for you to be honest with you. And I knew uh, I knew the song.
0: It's because of my nine. um it's my posh voice. Shout out, Lewis.
1: Yeah, apparently. Uh, where's that? I mean it might be posh for Worcester or the Midlands.
0: Apparently so. Listen, he's got ears. He can hear my um, the eloquent eloquent sounds that i make is
1: that, yeah. is, that is that the eloquent tones totally weird, that, it? that flows from tones. steve's <laughs> elephant tones <laughs> no but um yeah tottenham away look it's an experience i've only done it once
0: you and, did the but, best one of them all
1: yeah i mean what what a game it was to do it and you know there's a lot of you know i've got a lot of feelings uh, about that time i went um you know it's similar right the stakes are high not as high um, I don't. It's weird, isn't it? Because I think even though that was the invincible season, and you know we won the league at White Hart Lane, we had a lot of games afterwards, and we were you know in such a fortunate position where you know even if we lost that game, I still think we would have gone on to to win the league. Yeah, we wouldn't have done it. on um, you know, beating, which was incredible, but I feel I, it does feel. And I don't know whether it's just me. I do feel like there's more pressure. or There's just more. More on this game, because I do you feel like if we do get Champions League football, like we've spoken about, we're ahead of the curve of where where we thought we'd land at the end of this season, where, you know, the project's a season ahead of where it probably should be or would have been. Process. The process, yeah. And I'm just process. like...
0: Say process again?
1: Process, process. Isn't
0: it process.
1: It can be either or, Steve.
0: It's like we're, it's like we're back to Calvin.
1: I don't. I don't. I don't even want to get into that because you know you've been you haven't you don't actually introduce me as well as you used to back in the day. It was always Calvin, and then I had to. I don't know. How I got you to say it correctly somehow. I can't remember how, but it worked. Maybe
0: I was uh, playing you the whole time.
1: Probably. You are Probably. <laughs>
0: anyway, um, yeah, it's gonna be a massive game, isn't it? Our spoke summed up perfectly, actually, mm. because I touched on it before about you know the negative nancies at the club, and they would like to moan about anything and. You know, mm. just, uh, there's almost that element of this they're not enjoying, not living in the moment, enjoying what's happening. But instead of go moaning about what what ha- what isn't happening and what should be happening, and people say hey, what well, we should be challenging for this. It's like, you know what? That's not that's not reality. You know, this is what is this is the reality of what's going on in the situation. Either like, you enjoy it or you fuck off. Right.
1: Go just on. on that point, and this is a thought I've had for a while, right? And obviously, you know, we've touched upon this feel good factor around the club. And obviously, look, I'm not taking anything away from Arteta at all on this as as well, before I say this. But I have had the thought that has there been a realisation in the fan base, on the whole, especially at the ground, that did reset the expectation a little bit? And what I mean is, because obviously, look, we're not fighting for the league. We're not. We won't be for a couple of years, realistically, unless something mad happens. And we we fell off so far. So, you know, we haven't been in the Champions League for five years. It's quite long. Is there just been a bit of a, a recalibration of what what we expect from going to watch the Arsenal? Because it got so bitter, didn't it? So abusive. And it didn't I mean, get I us think, anywhere.
0: I think it's not all about <clears throat> what's necessarily happening on the pitch. I think it's about who you've got at the club and whether you buy into that team or not. And I think... Mm. You back this team, right? Even when we lose, you sort of you feel there's a connection. You feel like there's mm. a real togetherness, and I think a lot of that uh, there's there's a lot of that between the fan base as well. And I think that's what it's all about, really, on the day to day. It's not all about winning trophies. You know, you look yeah. you look at Man City; they are probably going to win the league this season. Complete, you know, complete a completely soulless club. Mm. You know, all money run. It's uh, you know, you look at P- likes of PSG. It's it's just. It's not authentic, is it? Whereas I think there's a real authentic thing around the club. That's um, yeah And like you asked, asked Brog's coat was really good. I've got it here. He said, um, you know, if Arsenal go to Waterlane or beat Spurs on Thursday and qualify for the Champions League, they're And you're not happy with that, then find something new. Find something new to take a bit of time. Because if you're not yeah. happy with that, then there's something wrong with you.
1: 100%. Like That's this fun. is it. You know, you support the club, mate. Win, lose, or draw. And it's like I touched upon on the podcast recently, you know, like, crazily said, I love Granit Xhaka. But, you know, these these sorts of things like every player is going to have an off period. Every player is going to, you know, dip in form. But it's how you support them. You look, you know, some players leave and they go and play elsewhere and they've played elsewhere before they even come to us. And that, you know, the way that, you know, players, careers, you know, it's really rare you see club men these days, right? So I just think you've just got to back them as much as you possibly can through the good, through the bad, when they're pulling on the Arsenal shirt. And look, if, if you don't get the results, so what? But just try and enjoy enjoy it, right? And I think that's what we've all been doing. And look, it does help when there's tangible success and we're still at this point of the season and it still, it feels like, it, I mean, look, it's mad, isn't it? And I can't help it. I've had this thought so many times that, you know, Veng used to say four places trophy and we were used to mock it. It's been mocked for years, but I, it, it would genuinely feel like that this, this year, for me anyway. Like if we, if we do do what we all want to do, on Thursday night, fuck me, mate. That's going to feel absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's a good point you made there, because there are that side of the fan base who criticise the, the other fan base for that, saying, well, you weren't happy with this. Why are well, you happy about it now? But I think you, the two are different. I think you can't compare the two. I think you, no. it's almost 10 years ago since that sort of, you know, was going on. There's, we had this conversation about fourth place in the trophy. Like the game changes, things change, people change, attitudes change
1: the landscape yeah, the, changes mate.
0: yeah the, the landscape of the football world has completely changed so mm. you know it's all well and good saying you know arsenal should be competing and we should be you know we shouldn't be celebrating getting top four we should be at the top challenging for the best rapers yeah absolutely i'd love that but that's not reality you know and if you're not happy with what the reality is then what's the point um so yeah, yeah no that, that is
1: it though it, isn't it enjoy the football yeah enjoy, enjoy it enjoy it what
0: it is you know go see your mates have a good time and then go home at the end of the day and crack on with your life um let's move on to one good yeah. one bad um absolutely I'm gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna start things up with one go on good go on um, my one good is i hit eight thousand last night on on instagram so a little you bragging bastard
1: there. look at that look yeah, at this list mr worldwide 8, no he's amazing good, to he? be fair. Yeah, so, no, it's really, really good, mate.
0: Really happy with that. Mm. Not that it means anything. Uh, I still have to go and work a day job, mm. not the rest of us. Got to no no hashtag to influencers
1: today. shit yeah, just yet. When I'm not, he, he
0: yeah, steve if we start posting um,
1: you know ads soon enough. No, You'll know imagine. just be him posing with something you know some face cream that someone sent him. and You know what I mean? <laughs> Moisturizer. <laughs> Get discounts. That's what we want. Push the discounts. Uh,
0: what what would what I what's what sort of products would I advertise though?
1: Face oh, cream, you, yeah.
0: hand moisturiser.
1: You have a good um, hand moisturiser, yeah.
0: Nail scissors I like that.
1: Really, you've
0: got to have good. You got to have nice nails. You've got to keep your nails mm, in. Yeah. You shouldn't you shouldn't
1: bite your nails. I won't ask. I won't one. This
0: is the man who bites my nails all the time, especially with football.
1: Yeah, footballs the worst, mate, for that. It really, really um, is. Um, but what can we do? Oh, that's not. That's a good one. That's a, that's a good one. Good. Yeah, um, That is, you know, like a text you a week, solid achievement, mate. Because if you look how much that page is, or that page, your page has rocketed, mate, since Christmas.
0: And it helps the podcast as well, especially with the numbers. Yeah. So if you've if yeah. you've come to the podcast, from the page, my work here is done. And thank you for
1: listening. We yeah, appreciate we actually, it, don't we? Steve, appreciate it. And do you know what? So do I.
0: Oh, you hit so 3,000 as well. So why than that?
1: yeah i mean i'm not as uh cons- i'm nowhere near as consistent as you when when it comes to posting i mean there'll be i think there was a period there i, I didn't post for nearly two three months something stupid like that so man, if i could be as consistent as you uh i might hit the numbers that you do but i'm not and i you won't. gotta be in it to win it right <laughs> exactly exactly uh so yeah we're flying mate we're taking over right. we're you know we're not here to take part we're here to take over uh, <laughs> what's uh what's
0: your one good for the week anyway
1: one good was just, do you know what, like, you know, we spoke about it, you know, at the beginning of the podcast and that's just the, the the weekend in general, mate, you know, the weather was cracking. Um, You know, there's lots going on. You know, those weekends that you usually have where you're a bit like nothing's going on. You feel a bit agitated, a bit bored. Mm. You know, it was, was far from that. You know, I was busy. I felt like I had a good weekend out and about. Lots of good food. Three points for the Arsenal. Um, You know, you lump all that together. That's not bad. Not bad at all. So that's that's just my one good. May, might be a bit of a cop out, but do you know what. Fuck it. No,
0: nah, fair. I had a cop out. I think my, I had a cop out last week, so I think
1: it's oh, not win anyway.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's actually cop out there. You've You've used your cop out card. Yeah, for
1: um, so this week. No, I will be just back. just just as a. Uh, I will be you if we do. Get a result on Thursday. That will be my one good.
0: Yeah, um, you know what? Absolutely, that's, yeah. that's the one good for the for the show. Um, moving Ace. on to one bad, going in. Um, I'm I'm going to sort of centre that around Leeds United. Um, two things. So first, of their fan base, who are just Rummy. just a weird bunch of like very sort of like archaic attitudes, like in and around the, like, after the game, like giving it the big and almost in denial, sort of celebrating going down. Being we like, yeah, we can't wait to go back down. And they kept shouting at arse fans, and oh, you're tourists, you, you know, you never come. It's so just weird, sort of like, you know, this is like growing, you know, fully grown men. You mm. could tell, like, you know, they're acting the big one, but, you know, kind of uh, hiding their tears almost, you know, with frustration um yeah i just thought i just think that this is very strange but it's very aggressive just because they wave the white flags around for half now they think they're like god's gift um but anyway. there are a bunch of
1: uh there are a bunch of uh billy's from uh was it billy from what was that film football factory you remember that film back in the day Do you ever watch yeah. that yeah. you know and there's always that scene where he's like i don't know his, his missus brings in his dinner he's you know he's just sat there gazing at the tv you know really shit home life and it's just like the he, goes to, on, but no one's yeah, he goes to football like. yeah and he goes to football for a ride and you could
0: just you just see him they're like body language and they're so aggressive it's like mate you... maybe football isn't for you um, but the other one bad and it's related to Leeds is that um, I didn't I, I noticed it at the ground I was thinking like they're all they're all very white today it's because they had the, the, the Leeds had given them um, Stuart Dallas t-shirts to yeah. wear mm. which I find hilarious. Bearing in mind he's injured himself, trying to injure Mm. someone
1: else. That's what I said to you last week. It sums
0: up. It just sums up that horrible club. Um, Yeah, so that's my one bad. Just fucking can't. You know what? As much as I'd like to see everything go down, Leeds can fuck off back to the Football League.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Go and have another fourteen years down there. You fucking such a prick. Actually, Steve, what can they do?
0: They can get in the fucking bin.
1: In the bin. Off your pop. You fucking... Yeah. Scummy. I just hate scummy people, mate. Like, Traumador, as I've said mate. many times, I love the banter in football, but that's it. If you want to get violent, fuck off, honestly. Go and, you know, you're Barry Big Time prick. Go and, uh, like I said, go and jump in an MMA ring and see who's hard then. If, you, if yeah. you think you're, you know, if you've got the big bollocks, that's, that's what you should be doing. But uh, my one bad, kind of it's like a little segue actually speaking of you know scummy people from leeds i know that's a bit of a generalization so sorry if you are from leeds um there's a lot of nice people up there including some family i have (laughs) um just mine is i wrote a few down you know i said refs earlier but i've already touched upon that but mine would be mannerless people in general and what i mean by this how many times right have you gone to the shops wherever you're going you know even you're know, going into a restaurant and you hold a door open for someone and they don't say thanks Ooh. those fuckers mate honestly I, I just haven't got any time in the day it's like also when you let let a driver out you know when you're driving you let them out and they don't thank you it's just like i hate these it takes two seconds to say thanks it's
0: the little things it's,
1: right? it's little things but i've got i've got you know you know me man i'm getting old I'm getting very bitter in my old age, like you're supposed to, right? I am a walking cliche, but I, I've flipped it around another way a little bit. And, you know, I say thank you on their behalf as loud as I possibly can. So they fucking hear it. Cause I'm just like, you're, you're one of those,
0: are you? Thank
1: yeah. you. Yeah. I'll open the door if you don't. Yeah. You're welcome, mate. Yeah. No worries. Fuck off. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Man man is, really are.
0: it's something they should teach in school. And it's something with train etiquette. Weekend leisure travellers on the trains are a nightmare because they're just, just don't read the room. Don't be on a train or public transport full stop if, if you can't, you know?
1: Yeah, you do see some weird things on public transport. Even Not on the like... week.
0: The commuters day to day, they know the sport. They know. They sit down, they shut up, headphones in, laps out, crack on. But to be
1: fair, they're half dead, mate, travelling to all and from the, work. All, what all what the like.
0: actual loons come out to play on the weekend, honestly.
1: Mm. No, no, I can only imagine. It's like the ones that, you know, take their socks off. You know, take their shoes and socks off whilst they're on the train or on a plane you're like would you ever fuck off mm-hmm. like where are it's you so you're not taking their
0: like you know, trousers off because that would get yeah that's a new level of weird
1: you know what it's probably happened that's the maddest thing probably happened probably. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah do you have any more bads or is, or is that it for today
1: I mean I mean Liverpool pissed me off for not beating Tottenham if I'm honest they pissed me yeah. off I mean they didn't win right with that one though
0: if, if we do make top four, I'm, I'm happy it was a draw because I think I hate Liverpool. I mean, I hate City, but I couldn't really care less. They can win the league, Plastic Club, whatever, do what you like. Um, kind of happy they drop points because it's probably going to do yeah, their titles, title race, uh, their title challenge now. Yeah. Um, this, yeah. I mean, this all, this all sort of... Um, Depends on whether we make top four. If we don't, then I'll be coming after them for fucking dropping points. Um, also, we should, well, one, actually, one good, we could have gone for Man United because that, what is happening oh in that club God, is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, is. I was listening to the Tuesday club with Alan Davis and he was talking about it, saying like, it doesn't matter the rivalry is not there anymore. Seeing hmm. them in the complete mud, completely falling apart with an absolute shit manager, shit bunch of players. Being carried by a 40 year old, it is phenomenal. And it every week it just gets better. When you think it can't get any worse, Brighton, they're like, hold my beer.
1: They, <laughs> For they you. Literally hold my Four. fucking yeah. And they got absolutely it could have been six or seven from looking oh, at the highlights. It actually, it's funny because I was watching the highlights. Brilliant. There wasn't one Man United chance shown on, on the highlights that I saw in Sky Sports. Oh, just,
0: not one. That says a lot. Just honestly, I'm actually gutted they've only got one game left to play. Um, yeah, because yeah, they're just terrible. And uh, yeah, you know, when you, when you think about where we are and where they are, Christ, I feel like we're miles ahead of them. We've got a really mm. good young team, a real togetherness, a real sort of team spirit, you know, whereas if it's got so many individuals that just don't click and it's, they are where we were, I think maybe two five or
1: three years ago. ago. Yeah, even um, five years ago, I'd say, because well, maybe four, not,
0: yeah. It's not an easy fix, but uh, let's hope they never fix it because fucking. I for one fucking love it.
1: Yeah, no, it's hilarious, um, mate. I'm sure yeah, that's, that's everyone else
0: does. It doesn't matter, like, even like t- 20 years' time, whenever Man United loses, it just gives me joy. I'll look at the scores. Man United lost today, fantastic. It's yeah, just they're losing,
1: and then they're literally having your pants pulled down. Yeah, no, like, that's a pants down to it. If we lost 4 0 to Brighton, mate, do you know what I mean? We'd be we lost to Brighton recently, wasn't nice,
0: wasn't we battered, so doesn't
1: No, it really doesn't.
0: Um, they've had some good results beating Tottenham, or Arsenal and United, um, but yeah, so that's mm. that's another good. Um, for the football yeah. world so on, well on this thrown. day are you ready go on then.
1: well maybe um, we'll, we'll, try, we'll see you tried we'll to see. kind
0: of you tried to screw me over last week and I delivered a, a pretty yeah you did actually yeah he smashed down the park point. yeah um, so on this day 10th of May 2017 so we're not going back that mm. far and we beat okay. Southampton 2-0 in the Premier League mm-hmm. away from home mm-hmm. but can you name the Arsenal 11 that day
1: you know you what, this
0: clue. It was a. It was a four. 4 listed as a four four two one, but you could sort of go for a four four three with this sort of attacking. You yeah. know what
1: though this this was the era of Arsenal that I'm probably thinking of where we were just a mishmash. Made a mistake um, that
0: Actually, it's a three four two one. They've listed it on here.
1: Three four two one. Yeah, not so a kind four, of maybe four, two, one. even a. Oh, Jesus Christ I mean look this this was the period towards was it yeah this is Yeah, Van, was it Wenger's last season might have been uh,
0: I don't think I think he had one more year didn't he
1: not sure I think he definitely one like, more
0: year
1: it's just a mishmash era isn't it and uh, this is this is hard mate this will be hard um, but we'll, we're going to go
0: so only what well, two, well, two of these two of the start in Still playing for the Arsenal.
1: Jesus Christ. Jesus. Right. I'm going to try. Here we go. So I'm going to go. Peter, check and Yeah. Defenders. Three at the back, you reckon?
0: It's list is three at the back, but then you've got like a, a wing, move a wing back in the midfield. Okay. Okay.
1: Who's uh, also a everyone's favourite centre-half of this era. Staffy Mad he used to play for us to be honest you looking back at it. Yeah. Um three at the back. Rob holding?
0: Yeah, Rob Holding.
1: Okay. I'm gonna throw out actually back three.
0: He's a full I'll give you a clue.
1: Yeah, that's where I'm actually that's where my mind is going. Um I was tossing up between Gabriel Polista and natural Monreal but because Rob Holden was playing I'm going to go Monreal because that yeah. was that time when he yeah. was kind of filling in wasn't he at times mm. he actually so did yeah. a good job
0: uh, 4 out of 4 so you got Czech Holden Mustafi Monreal then you got centre middle going four.
1: yeah centre middle going Xhaka and Ramsey for sure yep. for sure and this is where it's going to get really fucking hard uh, Theo Walcott on one of the rings
0: Theo Walcott was on the bench that day
1: Okay. Maybe Alex Iwobi?
0: Alex Iwobi was on the bench that day. Fuck. You'll kick yourself.
1: Um, He's uh, said one of them is a wing back. Oh, fucking hell. Alex, i Chamberlain is one of them. And then the other one then. You said wing back. So that means Ox would have been on the right. So yeah. Weirdly, I, I think it's Kieran Gibbs. Um, yeah, on who I always thought it
0: looked, who was like almost like Alex, Alex, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain's brother. They just well, I mean,
1: they obviously had that incident at uh, Chelsea, didn't they? Where the referee yeah. sent off the wrong player or yeah. booked the wrong. Yeah, I think he sent off the wrong player. Funny. Yeah. By the way. And
0: you got a front free.
1: Okay. Well, we'll have to put the one of the most divisive characters of all time, Mesut Ozil. Yeah. Alexis Sanchez for sure. Yep. And then I'm going to go with Olivier Giroud. Oh,
0: it was Danny Welbeck.
1: Danny Welbeck. Danny
0: Welbeck. Um, yeah. Pretty that's, good attempt, to be fair. That's
1: Just, not bad. There,
0: on that day, Sanchez scored uh, with an Ozil assist, and then Giroud scored with a Ramsey assist off the bench.
1: I not pick um, either of those goals, if you ask, if my life depended on it. No. Go on. So that's mad, no, isn't it? No. Not a and on thing. the bench
0: that day. We're Coquelin, Belardin, Wobby a Aspinet, Drew, and Gabriel. Um, weird team, isn't it? That like, you look at that,
1: like it's bizarre.
0: You feel like Mustafi was just pissed. Also, Chamberlain, I think, was a real shame. And even now at Liverpool, like he never really—it's he never really it, it got to that level, did he? Same with Kieran Gibbs, just
1: never really. Gibbs is a it. slightly different one. But I get so many um, familiar feelings. and again, I don't think he's quite as good as the Ox. But Maitland-Niles, mate, these are two players that if you asked any fan, you know, where do these two, what's their best position? Nobody can tell you. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the biggest problems um, for these, these players and their careers. They never nailed down a particular position and, you know, excelled at it and made it their own. Maitland niles had more of a chance in hold um holding Dinoxo Chamberlain, in my opinion. He had that right, he could have been a right wing back or a left wing back. He could have, but he didn't want to. Um The Ox, you just I just never never knew where he fit. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's you know, that's hampered his career, mate. You know, he's gone to Liverpool and won a few things, but you barely see him play, man. Barely. Yeah. So yeah. No, that's it. There we go. That's a challenging one this day.
0: He did pretty well though. It's interesting, isn't it, how like the sort of more recent sort of throws more curveballs, whereas the further you go back, it's sort of like you can. It's going right? a solid eight or nine. Um, so yeah.
1: But I think Good when you were, Any, yeah, anything
0: else you wanted to uh, talk about before we we part ways?
1: No, absolutely not. I think this is probably a good point to, to to wrap it up. Just before we do, I do think I'd just make it clear to all our listeners, you know, you, you live on the edge of their seats when the podcast drop and you see that blue notification pop up on your phone. I think just to for clarification, we don't have time this week uh, to do a pre-match pint edition uh, for Tottenham as much as we'd love to and look back at some of the wonderful memories and goals that we've scored against them. You know, it's Tuesday we're recording today. Um, Steve is going on holiday uh, this week. Um, so we're also going to try and squeeze in, hopefully, the greatest podcast of the season. Before if he we leaves. win, we'll record. If not, it can wait till he gets back. If um, we lose,
0: that's in the bin.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll pop that. We'll, we'll swiftly move it into the bin and do on upon his return. Um, so the only game that he will be missing, he'll be watching, but we won't be podcasting um, that week is Newcastle away. Uh, but we'll do one as soon as he's back. So that's just as a heads up, because, you know, we, we, we've been known to disappear for a couple of weeks, Steve, throughout the season. Uh, and I think it's, you know, as you know, you get as we touched on earlier, 8000 followers need to know what's going on um, with the, with the podcast and when it's going to be released. So as a quick update, that's what we're looking at. Steve's a selfish prick and he's gone on all day. Now all the best, mate. We, hope we have a great yeah. time. Well deserved, Thanks. well deserved. But look, as always, we'd just like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. If you have and you really enjoy the show, please do leave us a review on Apple and Spotify. We'd really greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to follow either of us on the major social media platforms, obviously feel free to do so. Steve, he can be found on both Twitter and Instagram at in the clock end myself. You'll find me on Twitter at underscore the arse underscore and Instagram at the Arsenal show. But like I said, please keep an eye on our social media feeds for the next podcast. But until then, look after yourselves, look after each other. Take care. Goodbye. Me.